Hello everybody, welcome back to Open Edition Special How to in a Good Walk Podcast, episode 36. Jingle. Jingle, yeah, this is where the jingle should go, but we haven't got one, so we just hear our dulcet tones instead. Um, what I was going to say then was, these majors are coming around so quick. You know, I thought that. And I love it. It's so good. I did think that. I, 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 It feels like two weeks ago or three weeks ago, we were only speaking about the US Open. Well, was it two or three weeks ago? Yeah, she probably was. Yeah. <laughs> was it actually? I think it might have been, yeah. <laughs> but that's the point. No wonder it might have been. But then before that was the PGA, and then we had the Masters back in March. Yeah. March, right? So yeah. it's, they're just no, absolutely fine for it. April. Well, actually, no, to be fair, it might have been last week of March. Yeah. Anyway. But they are they are coming thick and fast. And then next thing we know, we've got the Ryder Cup. Yeah. So this is the last major I'd love year. to go to that. Same. I would also love to go to that. Um... But I don't think we're big time enough yet to get invites. No. No. I Maybe hate to one say day. It. Maybe one day. But for those that are new to the podcast, we basically cover off a few different Welcome. sections. Welcome. Good point. Very Welcome. rude, that one. It? Very rude. We cover off a few different sections. So we have Chopper of the Week, basically a funny story of us chopping it around. And basically, if you guys, have any of them. I played today, so there's some stories coming from that. Yep. Um, if you have any chop of the week, send them into our Instagram at How to Be in a Good Walk, and we will get them on the podcast as well. Um, we then have a section called Tour Trash Talk. This is where we dissect everything from this week on tour. So we go through the events that that happen, the results, talk about the talking points in that those events, and then we also move on to our review or preview, I should say of the 149th Open at Royal St. George's. 149 years they open. Uh, and then we've got another few little bits of talking points after that. Then we have a section called Watch Your Beef that we've actually not got any this week, but we have got some tech to talk about. We do have some tech. So, I got Watch Your Beef, rain. Rain. <laughs> let's start off with Chop of the Week, who is this week, my friend sat to the right of me. It's the first time, I think, this in a while. It is in a while, yes. It's not. It's been me. So right. basically, um, I played in Andrew Murray's Pro-Am today. At Bramwell Golf Club. Club Bramwell Golf Club. 30th Lovely anniversary, course. actually. Lovely course. What uh, of his Pro-Am? Yep. And I can highly recommend uh, ever, if you were thinking of going playing in a Pro-Am or wanting to play in something like that, this event's class. Prizes are class. The whole event's class. Just give you an overview. You arrive. Breakfast this morning. Lovely. Went with three bacon. Three bacon. Yeah, bacon. Um, and then had uh, mushrooms. Are you saying like yeah, three bacon sandwiches? No, no, no. no like, three bacon, yeah. mushrooms, um, baked beans, yeah, uh, piece of toast, breakfast, hash brown, breakfast uh, of champions. Uh, Scrambled egg. Wow. Don't have any coffee. Kill yourself. Got, get a little bit. I'm on a diet, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, hit a few balls in the range. Nice. Uh, got a baggy, baggy, bag, goodie bag of sweets. Nice. A few chips. A few puts. Ready uh, to go. Ready to go. I mean, I saw your Instagram and it was. I mean, it's biblical. It, down. it wasn't that bad too far because it was actually it was actually hot. So it was just like a steady yeah steady steady rain, steady right? rain all day. So shotgun start. We start on thirteen, which is cheers, Drew, the longest walk out there. Thanks very much. <laughs> and walk back. Walk back. <laughs> so um, thirteen's a par five, not a reachable. Well, it is reachable if you hit driver. I didn't wimp out. Um, so put it this way: I started with a par. Nice, good start. Take it. It's ten feet in regulation, so just missed out on birdie. Lovely start, under control. Very Actually, good. I fatted my tee shot, if I'm honest with you. Yeah, uh, got nice. away with it. Yeah, I did. And then, par the next. Nice. Fatted it again, down <laughs> down, down 15. Yeah, if it works, it works. Hit a 9-9 nine, nine to like 
35. By the way, guys, this is not going to be me talking through every single <laughs> shot. <laughs> Just giving you the, the, the scope of what everything was. Um, and birdie the 15th, which is my third hole. So one under. So you're doing all right. Good start. Yeah. Man, no, Steady no, away. I've not, don't miss a green until the sixth hole. Right. So I've played quite a lot of holes now, haven't I? So if you might be wondering why this is yeah, chopper, Louis, but yeah. just wait. And don't miss a green to the sixth hole. So I've hit 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. I've hit the first 11 greens straight. Decent. And I mean, like, within side, 18 feet. So wonder you're not on tour. I mean, as in, that's good golf, isn't really it? Really good golf. Like, and it wasn't in play on some holes either. Like, I was struggling with the toes with the driver. Were well, you? Yeah. I only hit it a few times and it didn't go well. Got some of the Josh Kinders about you? Yeah, <laughs> mate, I got some of the Josh Kinders about me. Oh, no. I think, Sorry, it's, infe- I think it's infectious. <laughs> Forget COVID. I fixed mine, so go on. Um, so then I hit the bunker on the 6th. Yep. Good in bunkers, aren't they? Yeah, you're right. Hey, a lovely Solid. bunker shot. Bit lovely of, bunker shot. Bit of touch. It's about five feet. Rolled it in. Cheers. Thanks, up and down. Nice. So walk on 7th tee. 7th tee is a dog leg right, part yep. 5. So I pick 5 wood. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I pick firewood out because I think, oh, I can take it over the corner. We don't have to worry about blasting it all the way through. Hit the shot. Pick my tee up thinking, that is mustard. Walked after it. Walked after it. Oh, God. Playing partner's gone. It's a bit right, isn't it? No, 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 because they never played there before, you see. So to any of that's not played there before, it looks miles, right? Yeah. So anyway, get down there. Can't find it. Oh, no. Three minutes goes by. Can't find it. No. Anyway, got to do the walk of shame. I used to walk all the way back to the tee. All back to the tee. Hit it off the tee again. Hit it in the shit. Oh, no. Hack it out the shit. Head's gone in. Head's Hack gone. Seven I, iron can, I can just imagine Hack the seven iron up. Oh, mate. That yeah. word was used. Yeah, I bet it was. I felt a bit embarrassed about it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyway, it was actually stable for the planes. The worst I could have had is a seven. Yeah. So anyway, I make a seven. Right, so, okay. double bogey. So, I've gone from one under to one over. Yeah. Okay, not the end of the world. Yeah, not a yeah. problem. Deal with it. But I picked my ball up because I didn't finish it off. Right, okay. Like, just because it doesn't matter. Yeah. I can have a seven. Yeah, yeah. Dad sees me pick the ball up, wanders off, oh. doesn't realise it's a stable foot. Oh, so he thought you so thought you withdrawn. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> so then my playing partner is looking around like, what's he done? So I don't realise it's a stable foot, don't worry. <laughs> so anyway, stable foot. Turn one over. And then fat it off the next. Classic. Hit a nice shot over the trees. Fat me chip. Two put. Bogey. Thanks. Double bogey, bogey. So is, oh. was the ambulance on the way out to you at this point? Uh, yeah, just, yeah. I think it just been called, actually. Just been called stepping um, So then I hit a rat hook off the... Uh, a pull, actually, a oh. pull, pull hook off the ninth. Oh, no. Just short the trees. Find it. Chip it under the trees. Play short. Pull it left. Chip it on. Two put. Thanks very much. Double bogey. So I've gone... I've got me... <laughs> You're you're one over through how many? One under. One under, sorry, through through twelve holes. Through twelve holes, and you ended five over. Oh my god! (laughs) I've not seen you play. We've played a lot of golf recently, but I actually played. I asked Dad right for those first twelve holes. I played really nice. Obviously, you're one of the players. Really nice, like I mean, like greens. But you know what? It might sound really strange. It felt like I took time on waiting to happen. Because I fatted it off the first. Yeah, yeah. You, like, I didn't feel like, even though it looked like I was under control. You weren't. No, I was fearing it going left all day. Yeah. So, the, what I was going to say then is, I've we played golf a lot over the last few years, whether it be trips to Cardin Park, or whether it be at Mottram, or Northern and wherever it be, the Open, bloody, I didn't play, I was playing the Open qualifier, and you've played class. Like, I've not yeah, seen I mean, you hit I, many bad shots. I, I, I hate to say it, I played really well. 
But, uh, well, I, you didn't. You had no, finished no. five over. Well, I, I, okay, granted, I did. But, like... I, <laughs> that was I, brutal, sorry. It was brutal. <laughs> so, anyway, I was might as well give you the full round. So, double bogey the next. Yeah. So, the ninth. God. So, I've got three holes left three to play. Left. You think, you, at this point, you're thinking, I've had enough, or are you thinking, I've got to make got a bit I've, I'm thinking I've got to make some birdies here. Yeah. So, it'll, it'll pull driver out. It's usually four iron, I could say. Yeah. I'm thinking, fuck that. Chase it. Fuck that. Get it up there. <laughs> Hit driver. So, it leaves me, like, wedge in. Take wedge to about... 25 feet, three putt. Oh, and now head, head, it's, head, like, head, it's like listening to a round of mine. Head is well and truly gone now, by the way. So, okay, drive out the next, pull hook. Thanks very much. Uh, find it, it's fine. Advance it down towards the green. Chip it on, two putt. Now, next hole, 165. This is how much I was pulling, hooking it. Yeah. I had to hit 9-9 to feel like I could hit the green, mate. So, hit, I'm aiming right at the green. Hit 9-9 to about 10 feet and just lips out. What is wrong with you? Nah, I don't know. Like, you've not played golf like that. Like, you've not played bad no, golf No, no, well, I'm, I'm making it sound... It, Mate, there's a lot of pull hooking going yeah, on. Yeah, it was a bit weird, if I'm honest. I don't really know where it was coming from. I do, do you know what it was? I felt like I couldn't aim myself all day. I literally stood at every shot thinking, I feel like I'm aiming miles right. I'm just going to interject here. So there you go, everyone. Don't feel so bad about your game. It happens to the best of them. I'm not the best. No, you're not the best, but you're a very good golfer. The only annoying thing is, stop smoke the only annoying thing is if, I'd, if, I'd, if I'd actually parred in with me one under, yeah. I'd have finished third. I would have picked up £800. Oh. That's nice, isn't it? Where did you finish? Uh, tenth. Oh. Out of 29 people. Oh, I mean, it's not bad. It's not great. It's not. I know it's not great, and you want to win, and you're third's better than tenth, correct. But it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I say that over. it was tenth when I finished. I don't know if it finished that. Yeah. Same material. Just think, if you're out on the golf course, it happens to the best of us. So don't worry about your game. Alex came home in ambulance as well. Right then, he says tapping his paper. Let's leave that there. Yeah, thanks, like buddy. News presenter. <laughs> and move on to tour trash talk. So this week we had, or last week I should say, we had the European Tour, the Scottish Open. So if you've not listened to last week's pod. Why haven't you listened to last week's pod? Because it was a good one. And yep. they're all good. But this week, it, or last week, it basically flips on its head. The European Tour was the big event of the week rather than the PJ Tour as a lot of the guys were over here getting ready for the Open. So, yeah. the winner... Weirdly though, as you mentioned, Nicholson yes. didn't come over. I know we mentioned you playing in that thing. But... Yep. Neither did Bryson. But they're here and they, Bryson played today. Um, at Royal St George's I know that I'll see Bryson eight bells on Wednesday lad he hopes we'll talk about that in a second anyway the Scottish Open winner was Min Woo Lee who? Min Woo Lee Australian, oh. Australian guy yeah, yeah yeah he was 18 under par and he won in a three is it weird that I've said I've not heard much about him I, and I'm going to be honest I hadn't Wh- until Wh- I seen the video this week with Rick what, Shields what video? Rick Shields at St Andrews, where they basically... How dare you watch the channel? I know, but it was really... No, but in all seriousness, I've not heard much about him. No, neither have I. Uh, but he, he's obviously a very... Is he, where, where does he, where has he played most? Has he played on the... Um, European Tour, most European Tour. Yeah. But has he played a lot of the Aussie Tour? Because the Aussie Tour... If you, this is a true thing here. So um, so if you're an Auss, Aussie player, and a lot of them don't play like on the Aussie PGA stuff, they go um, play Asian Tour. Right, okay. Because playing Asian tour, you've got a much better chance of getting a European tour spot. 
Right, okay. Or even then, even actually qualifying uh, for the Masters and all this sort of stuff. So there's a young lad called Jazz. Just I know this is going a bit off topic here. Uh, yeah, he, Jazz he's European Tour. Jazz, he got a really long surname. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't even pronounce his surname, but no. he got his European Tour card uh, by finishing like sort of top three on the order of merit on Asian Tour. Yeah. And then that it's got me in the Masters. Right, okay. It's got me invites into US Open. Playing, so it's, I think it's, it's the Open this yeah. Year. So you, yeah. you see a lot of these guys. That's why a lot of the Australians go, go there. So I didn't know yeah. if he'd gone that route, which is why we haven't heard much about him. You throw me under the bus there because I don't know. No, no, no. I'm not saying you do. I'm just saying that it's interesting to see like sort of people's routes on the tour. Yeah. Don't necessarily have to just go through tour school. Like you can do tour school on what you could sort of class as a lesser tour. Yeah. And like, play your way in. Yeah. Then. Vice versa, like you could play a lesser tour and get into challenge tour. Yeah. And do a sort of similar route. Yeah. So he won in a three-way playoff with Thomas Dietrich and Matt Fitzpatrick. So that is a big name to beat there. That's a really big name. And Thomas Dietrich, and he's one of his Yeah. So they finished tied second, also on eighteen under par. And then we had Ian Porter, Lucas Herbert, and Ryan Palmer. Holtz. Tied fourth on 17 under par. Where did all the big names finish, by the way? So, <clears> we had John Rahm. He finished yeah. seventh. I mean, it's still a, 16 under. Still a good round, isn't it? Yeah, really good. Uh, JT was tied eighth at 15 under. Just bubbling away. Xander Schofle, my pick for the week, was 10th, 14 under par. Uh, McElroy missed the cut. Cheers. Yeah, not good. Uh, and your pick, Tyrrell Hatton, finished tied 18th, 11 under par. Okay, so our picks didn't do too well. Didn't, didn't too bad, sorry. Too bad, yeah, didn't do too bad at all. Um, so, just a little bit about... Do you know what's interesting there? Ram, JT and Xander bubbling away nicely. Did DJ, DJ play? No. Didn't see him there, no. Did Brooks play? No. Um, I found that interesting. Yeah, very interesting. I know, obviously, like they might say, oh, I don't want to play, but the fact that it's actually preparation for all a links event yeah yeah but then Brooks will probably say well last links event I played was the PJ Championship and the Tour Up so that's and I guess my assumption would be they'd be like Bryson and be there early this week playing yeah they've probably, probably been over here already yeah. but just Cause playing I said I saw Bryson on Instagram today playing at Royal St George's so um, you'll bit- see me and Bryson on Instagram can't mention it again. We're gonna we're gonna get. We're trying to. Josh has, Josh has challenged me to something here. I have saying uh, to get Bryce and say, "Oh mate." Um, but you've not told them what you're doing. I have. We said last week. <laughs> Going to open. Uh, <laughs> challenged me to ask Bryce and to say, "Oh, uh, hello to Josh, my biggest fan." From the How to Ruin a Good World podcast. podcast. If you, if you do that, mate. If you do that, that'd be class. That'd Legendary be really status. Cool. Legendary status. Yeah, and I hope he retweets it, and then we'll blow up, and then we'll be huge. Um, but let's move back. Let's go back because we keep going off topic here, going off on tangents. So Minwoo Lee, he held his nerve to win a playoff with Deitch and Fitzpatrick for his first Rolex Series win. Is that his and first he, one in the European Tour? I don't think it's his first one in the European Tour, European Tour, but his first Rolex Series win, and he bagged himself 1.1 million euros. Ching, thug life. <laughs> that, and I don't know if he was already playing in the Open, but he's, yeah, I know that he is playing in the Open. So that. Is a nice haul. Um, he was three shots back at the start of the final round. Yeah. So, not only has he played well, he's come from behind, and he shot a 64, seven under par to get into the playoff. That is some performance, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think it's unreal to be in that, put yourself into that position, and then go and win the playoff against the likes of Matt Fitzpatrick. So Matt Fitzpatrick bagged himself 572,000 euros. It's not bad, is it? Come second. 
No, I'm going to tell you what Matt Fitzpatrick's earned this year. What do you think he's earned this year? A lot of money. This current ranking is 13th on the race to Dubai. Now, by the way, this money is... Just European Tour. Just European Tour. So, put it this way. In the... He finished tied second at the Scottish, tied 55th at the Open, US Open, that is. Tied 31st at the US PGA, tied 32nd, 34th at the Masters, and 18th at the W... Uh, GC I mean and that's only European tournament events he's played this year so that's uh, 572,000 um, 592 um, no not finished yet uh, 670 oh sorry I yeah. thought you said these are each event but you're adding it up 670 970 that should say um, 840,000 euros just on the European tour and he plays yeah. majority of his golf on the PGA tour very impressive yeah. very impressive someone else I want to mention I think needs a mention when we talk about the Scottish Open he's only 5 foot 8 it's over for me yet there's not Ian Poulter why because he his trousers his trousers were rascal as ever but he played ridiculously well so he was the clubhouse leader early in the early in the day shot a 63 8 under par final round on the final round Jesus to put himself in that position and put himself in contention in essence um, he had some great form going into the open next week and then Ryder Cup if he keeps playing like this he has to be a pick he has to play because he gives you more than just his golf game he doesn't he it's not like a socket he does though he does by the way it's not coming out <laughs> it's not coming out we were wrong um, we've skirted that Polter you're the one <laughs> you still turn me on the Ryder Cup's coming home again. Doesn't quite work, does it? <laughs> no. But I, I fully believe if he keeps playing like he's playing, because he's he's had a few good finishes. Yeah, I'd agree. He's not going to get in from a points point of view, but wild card. He's asking questions, isn't he? He's got to be there. Because where are the where are the vice captains announced? I'm not sure. It got to be soon, you know. Yeah, because we're not we're not a, a million miles off it. But I feel that he offers you so much from a locker room as you say perspective mm. and if he's golf games there as well I think it's always there on those big events like I think that he's that kind of person who like can switch it on and off not switch it on and off but the more he gets sometimes you see a lot of players the more they get excited about it the worse they get Yeah, you feel like he's sort of just the opposite to that so like the more he gets up for it the more he's like alright okay, I've, got, I've got, yeah. got something to grab on here yeah like it sort of pushes him doesn't yeah. it yeah he, he goes that a little bit harder. Drives on it. Yeah, the exactly, exactly. Someone who didn't have a very good week, Rory McIlroy. Yeah. So we've already mentioned he missed the cut. Saying that, he'll probably go win the Open. <laughs> well, and if he does, fair dues. And we're going to talk about the odds on, on that, on him winning the Open. I'm quite shocked at his odds. What is odds? What are his odds? Well, we'll talk about that. No, no, we'll are they short, long or short? No, we're going to we're going to build the suspense on that. Increase the watch time. So, <laughs> <laughs> Less than time, sorry. So... He didn't have a great week, missed the cup, mm. but he had a very, very, very strange encounter. You know, when you first sent me this thing, and describe it in a second, but like, I was like, what is going on? Exactly. So, for those that haven't seen it, you've been living under a rock. Yeah. Basically, he stood on the tee with John Rahm and his caddy, and on the video, all you can see is them stood around Rory's bag, chatting away, and all of a sudden... A bloke, a spectator, just walks onto the tee. 
mm-hmm. goes to pick his driver out the bag, mm. Rory's driver out the bag, can't, the driver doesn't come out, obviously gets caught and whatever, but the head cover comes off, then just picks an iron up with his other hand and walks onto the tee box. And that's like, you don't see any more. They, then all you see is them turning around like, what What's is going this guy? On? Yeah. Like for me, it's a bit of a double, double whammy. In normal circumstances, it's bad enough. Yeah. Where's security? Like, these guys should be being looked after. Make well, sure that doesn't not many players do have security, but I'm sh- I'm surprised Raw doesn't have his own personal security team following around. No, but surely people from the event. No, mate, nothing. Mate, these guys are. You'd have you'd have stewards, but they're just literally volunteers from the golf club. Well, I'm not joking. That's that's, 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 all, that's all it is. Like, but then like the big players, so like Tiger, always had security walking around the fairways with him, but you wouldn't know they're there. They're just there. If that makes sense. Like they're they're almost like plain clothes security. See, I'd have thought that they that he'd no. See, There's, I mean that shocked me. That massive. DJ me. will probably have it. Brooks will probably have them. Yeah. Bryson will probably have them. Um, but but that shocks me that there's not like a secure from an event point of view. Yeah, but no it's security. not. They're not. It's not. They're not fucking hooligans like people that go to golf. Yeah, but there's obviously people that just fancy their arm and walk onto a tee. Yeah, and, and take a club out of someone's bag. I mean, imagine he started hitting with it. <laughs> but then this is the other thing. It's not... But, but imagine he, he snaps the cover somewhere. Yeah, mate, well... What happens then? Tell me, get me a new one. <laughs> yeah, I know, but if he's... No, but I event, know. It's, it's like one of them. Imagine you're snapping stents in Sweetwood. Well, exactly. would be fuming. Exactly. But then the other side of it is in... And I don't really want to mention this, but... Because I think everyone's sick of it. But in the times that we're in now... How's your COVID safeness? That's not even a word. But <laughs> something, you know I'd, I mean? something I'd type on text that. <laughs> How How's co- that safeness? Where's your Where's the protocol to protect the players from that? Because that and guy. Was a practice that, day. No, uh, it must have been. I don't know if it was. It will have been, mate, because you won't get onto the team in an event, especially then. There'll be so many people there, and be, there would be some more security on a playing day. It may be practice day. The way they were sitting around chatting, it was a practice day, one hundred and ten percent. Guarantee it. I'm going to try and find out. So... What day was it posted? That's what I was just looking at. I cannot find it now. See, look, you threw me under the bus again there. You've actually thrown me under the bus here. No, I think it was like Wednesday. Here we go. It was posted three days ago. So that's Friday. Mm, Can't be Friday. Three days ago. No, it can't be. Pass your phone here. What's your passcode? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, whether it's a, whether it's a practice One, two, day, three, four. Whether it's a, a day that in competition. No, you know, it's not a practice day because there's a starter there. Exactly. Thank you. And he's got a bib on. So, apologise, goes right. I apologise. Thank you. Um, so the fact that that's happened and we've got all this COVID. Well, no, 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 no. I'm just golfing. Posted it then, but when did the Europe? When did that? They didn't post it on the European tour. No, obviously, obviously not going to post it on the Twitter. European tour. You sent me Twitter. We need to find you get the bottom of this. I want to make sure. You sent it to me. Look at this plug in time again. I sent it you on the Friday. Thank you very much. I was right. The ninth. Friday, mate. Mm. Thank you very okay, much. Right. Anyway, moving on. So, 
even in these times of COVID, it's not good that can't happen. No. There's got to be something done about that. Whether it's more professional stewards and stuff like that. Yeah, that's my opinion on that. Um, so we'll leave that there. Let's move on to the PJ Tour event, the John Day Classic. We're going to go through this quite quick because we want to get onto the Open. So winner Lucas Glover, nineteen under par. Tied second, Kevin Nam, Ryan Moore, seventeen nah, under par. I knew you were going to do that. Adam, I was writing that earlier, right? You know, but nah. And when I said he, it, I feel when like he's I, been up there quite a lot recently. He has, but when I said it, I thought Alex is going to go, nah, lad. Anyway, tied fourth, Adam Schenk, Luke Liss, Scott Brown, and Sebastian Munoz, 16 under par. Easy for you to say. Very easy for me to say. Big, big, big thing on this one. Lucas Glover shot a seven, seven under, final round to claim his second victory on tour. Ten years after his first. I like Lucas Glover. That is a long time. Yes. Between wins, isn't it? 100%. But fair dues to him. He put that around. Show, that put shows really that shows the longevity of golfer, mate. Yeah, it does. But he put a really good round together, and on his back nine, he had four back-to-back birdies. I mean, that's to seal to seal the win. That's seriously impressive. So he went. I'm pretty sure he went par, par bogey, birdie, 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 then par his way in. That's seriously impressive. Yeah. Um, another talking point. Your man again, Kevin. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he put on a bit of a show so I I quite like him as a golfer I like the whole walking I like his um, I like his like, clothing his clothing's always quite like a little bit different a bit of rascal innit yeah like, but I like the whole walking putts in. he's a bit of a character isn't he yeah I agree um, he was putting on a bit of a show so he chipped in with the end of his putter so let me just describe it so he's just in the first what was he like, a blade putter does he Use a blade putter. Yeah, so basically he's turned it on its toe and hit it with the toe of the club. Yeah, in essence, yeah. So he's like, he's in like the first cut of the, mm. like just off the green. Literally just off the green though. Was so it against the collar? Is that why he did it? I think, he, yeah. So he's basically turned his putter. So if, you're, if you've got the putter very flat and you're going to hit it like a mm. normal putter against the ball, he just turned it 90 degrees. So the end of the putter is what he hit the ball yeah, with. The so he's like, just, yeah, I'm just trying to explain it. So people might not, not know what the toe is mate. so put your hand out in front of you as if you're going to hit something and put your fingers towards the target yeah that's so he's basically it. hit it with his fingertips exactly that's a very good way of explaining that great analogies mate really good um, he's chipped it in rolled it in really impressive there was also a point where he's playing into a green and he's, he's hitting probably a short iron the old till hands just to get the old right so he <sighs> he hits this shot drops the club absolutely fuming lands about six foot from the hole did he make the birdie a little bit of spin puts it in yeah (laughs) I I, I watched it and I watched it on on social media and I thought looks alright that you you know what I'd love to see and this sounds really quite weird like a match play competition where somebody every time they get it close gives it fucking hell bloody hell bad shot that bad shot that like but actually like vocalises it like actually says it Imagine, imagine Brooks versus Bryson every time every time uh, Brooks hits it to about 340 he's like bloody hell God. missed it yeah. bloody missed, <laughs> missed it again missed it pushed it a bit or, or worked best from the tee absolutely here's a bomber but he'll healed it healed it didn't quite get that one. Oh, a bit hooky bit, bit off hooky. the toe bit hooky he's not Josh Kinder it's not Alex Elliott not Alex Elliott but the sounds of it so that wraps up last week's event now the exciting let's bit let's get on to the open the bit you've all been waiting for oh yeah the 149th Open 
is here. Royal St. George's. And it couldn't be further away from where we live. Well, it, may, it, it couldn't be. It's pretty much France. It's in Kent. I'm there, mate. Yes, you've said. So, classic Lynx golf course. Did I tell you I'm going? You did, a couple of times. Um, classic Lynx golf course, obviously for the Open, always mm. the case. Uh, you've got a bit of story about the greenkeeper. Yeah, um, one of the lessons and the guys that I teach, Pete, was telling me. Apparently, he's a very obviously well-respected greenkeeper, as you can imagine. Uh, absolutely. But he, uh, he has jet black hair. Imagine a punk rocker, actually, from about the, the 80s. Yeah, like his hair's just like... It's Wild. Like he's, it's like he's been electrocuted. Yeah, Wild, jet black, sunglasses on like Ozzy Osbourne. And no, it's more, sort of like the other one. Yeah. Basically, it looks like a bit of an Ozzy Osbourne of the greenkeeping world. And then he wears, um, well, on this photo, he's wearing black and white Jordans. But another photo that I've seen, he wears um, Converse. Converse, black yeah. Converse to go on greenkeeping. I mean, there's... there's it's, All I'm thinking it's, is, it's, how wet are your feet? Well, yeah, there's that. But I, I like He's got to have athlete's foot. Horrible trench foot. Oh, I've been there, athlete's foot. <laughs> and thank you to your cream, uh, it is no longer itching me toes off. Yeah, I've got to mention that though. Back from open qualifying, didn't we? We didn't, we didn't mention that on the pod. No. How itchy oh, my God. toes were. Very sweaty day that day. I'm not sure everyone wants to know about your. Honestly, like, and it's uh, a bit weird that they now know that you have followed my cream, because that then implies that I've had athlete's foot. So thanks for that. Mate. But you have athlete's foot. <laughs> In fact, you had it. You had it before me. Anyway, I think he passed it on. I'm, that's weird. That's weird. That's weird. Uh, no, he, right. he didn't pass it on. Moving on, back to the greenkeeper. Does that, that mean we play footsie? <laughs> You've just dropped. That's really strange. <laughs> we shared socks. Uh, we shared shoes. <laughs> <laughs> We've not done any of that. Or have we? No. <laughs> <laughs> the silence isn't really selling it. Please anyway. carry on. Let's hear from Shane Lowry. What I was going to say, the greenkeeping thing, it's, it's quite refreshing considering there's all the etiquette around golf. Yeah. And this is a Serious, serious golf club. One of these shares is cream. It's a serious, <laughs> serious golf club. And uh, everyone that has spoken about this golf course is unbelievable. He's just rocking around in his Jordans, like with his hair all mad and right, wild, basically looking like a punk rocker. Quality. He plays the guitars. He got the laws. No, he doesn't. Like a one-man band, mate. He's got, he's got the, he's got the, he's got the guitar. He's got the drums. He's going. <laughs> he's pushing the motor at the same time. <laughs> He goes and performs in the car. That was your impression of him cutting the grass. If you just do the, you do, you do the noise of cutting the grass. No, we're not doing this. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. I'll move on. I'll move on and do it. This is getting weirder and weirder. Why are we doing that? Anyway. This is a really serious podcast for those that haven't listened before. It's not. So, nothing serious about it. It was last at Royal St. George in 2011, and the winner was? Darren Clark. Good knowledge, good job. It's actually his good first major, and it was a, quite an uh, emotional one for him. His kids were there yep. uh, after the passing of his late wife. And how old was he? He was, I'm going to say, he, yeah, w- be really impressive. I've he read was it down 48. Incorrect, he was 42. Mm. But still... It was very, very emotional. You look 48, Darren, was, sorry. That, oh, harsh. <laughs> and that was sort of one of the great sort of opens, wasn't it? It was like a mm. historic, not historic, it was at, but well, no, very it was, memorable, It was, because the last round, it was absolutely weaning it down. Yeah. And for memory, he was either leading by one or two going into it, yeah. and that, or it was level, or whatever it was, and he, and he managed to hold out. And I remember him hitting one of these chips and like the line of a few holes, and one of those old Sunderland jackets on yeah. and it was absolutely caning it, it down. leathering it down, wasn't and, it? And uh, yeah, it was really nice to see. Um, so, the current champ, the longest 
reigning And he's not champ. been playing well, has he? Let's be fair. He hasn't. Shane Lowry. And he said this week, I'm ready to defend it. I'm ready to play in the Open again. I'm looking forward to it. I look back on Port Rush with incredibly fond memories. And no matter what I do in the rest of my career, I'll always have that. It's just great to be here. One of the coolest things about being the Open champion is that I get to play in it for years. I've got loads... I've got lots more left, and this is one of them. I just want to put it, put in a good defence of my trophy, and I've and I've give everything. I give anything, sorry, to be in contention come the weekend. Personally, don't see it happening. Form's not been great, but it might rekindle. This is the thing. It's golf. Is a, we all know that golf is a mad, mad game, and anything can happen. Yes, you could be one under with five to play and finish five over, and come over an ambulance. Correct. But I personally can't see him defending it. I think there's too many players who are in too good a form for him to sort of muscle his way in. Yeah, I think the competition's just too... It's too big, isn't the competition? Yeah. If he'd have been in good form, I'd 100% say he's got a chance. But we've not really spoke about him much because he's not really been there or thereabouts. So that, to me, says... I mean, he may do it, and I, if, if he does do it, I'll hold my hands and say I was wrong, but I can't see it. <laughs> so, that being said, let's move on to the players that we think could be there or thereabouts and look at their odds for winning it. So, for the favourite... Should we just go with who we... Before you read out the odds, because this yeah. might influence our decision. Okay. I know you, I know, I know you prepared this, but let's just, let, let's just go with sort of who we think is going to win mm-hmm. and stop looking at the odds. <laughs> <laughs> go on. Who do you think is going to win? You, you go first. So, I mean, I think you've got to be like an educated decision here. So you pick like a past champion. I know who you're going to say. I'm not going to say Jordan Spieth. Well, you I, said that everywhere else. I so. know, I know. I did think he would have a... I think he's going to be up there. Yeah. I think we should do this, right? I think we should do a little bit of two things here. Pick one player to finish top 10. Yeah. And one player for outright winner. Okay. Okay, so my player to finish top 10 is Jordan Spieth. Okay. My yep. outright winner, right, after the year he's had start of the year was in a bit of sort of problems with what he said uh, it's really come over that JT I I'd already written that down for you said yeah, it. I think JT is going to win and, I, and you know what performance last week really good also I think um, he's performed well in a mass in, a, in an open before yeah he performed well at the US Open yeah performed well at the um, where, US Open is Lynx Golf Course no PJ. PJ, sorry yeah performed well there I think from memory he was up there. That's that's too far back. I've had um, many sleeps. So then. you know, yeah, I fancy JT he won, outright he winner. He won at the players as well. Yeah, I fancy JT outright winner. Spieth, top, top 10. ten, and I, and I think Spieth will shoot a low final round. Checking. That's what I'm saying. So I'm gonna go with top ten, Louis Oosthuizen. Fairs, I like it. And I was gonna go winner. However, this year things have not gone his way. He's been there or thereabouts and not pushed who, over who, Who's this? Who's Tatum? No, no. Are you were going to go with him as your I winner? I was going to go with him as my winner, right. but then my golf IQ kicked in and said, well, he's been basically like second or third in the yeah, yeah. majority of the majors this yeah. year. So he may, if he gets to the line, I'd be absolutely buzzing for him. But I'm going to go with Tatum, top 10. And then to win, following his form last week, and you might fall off your seat here, Alex. Matt Fitzpatrick. I'm going to go Matt Fitzpatrick. I think that's a bold statement. I think... I would have personally gone the other way around, if I'm honest, but... 
By the way, if your our top ten does win, that's still I can't about our picks because yeah, of course it is. Basically, what we've finishing. Done there. What so we've done there is just give ourselves two shouts. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you think about it, you finish top ten, you you finish you finish first, you finish top ten, still, haven't you? Yeah, of course you have. Yeah. So we're giving ourselves two goes at that. But let's talk about the favourites. Who's there? Okay, who's, who's the bookie's favourite? John Rahm. Eight under eight under. Eight, eight to under. one. Okay, second. Second, and this is where I'm shocked. So you've got Kepka, yeah. you've got Xander Schofle, you've got Jordan Spieth, you've got Justin Thomas. Yeah. And then you've got Rory McIlroy at 18 to 1. That's long odds for him. For Rory McIlroy? Yeah. Mate, he just missed the court at the Scottish Open. He's not really been there thereabouts in any Yeah, but ages. the bookies are never going to make him like 25 to 1, mate. Never. But I just don't That's see him as being second favourite with those. Like The the form that Kepka's been in, Schofield top 10 last week, Spieth. I still think they're quite good odds for Rory to win. Justin Thomas, unreal form. I don't see. I don't. I know you're saying that, but you've got a guy who's nearly completed the career Grand Slam. He's won the Open before. Like, you can't rule that out. You can't rule that guy out. Correct. He's won this year, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yeah, and that's and and I I understand that. But you just said to me about JT and how good he is, and Jordan Spieth and how good he's been playing. I wouldn't say Roy's been anywhere near their form. Yeah, but again, the not bookies aren't going to rule him out, are they? I'm not saying they're going to rule him out, but I, I would have expected him. They've got DJ at 20 to 1. Okay, fair Exactly. So they've got DJ 20 to 1. There's only one bookie. Though, yeah, so it? and we're obviously doing this. As to be fair, it's probably a good day to do it on being yeah. Monday because it's just following so the event. These odds may have changed. So they may change by Wednesday, but you've then got DJ 20 to 1. So I understand your point about Rory, but surely that would be the same about DJ. Mm. He's not been informed, but it's DJ. Yeah. DJ yeah you could almost argue they should both be 20 to 1 sort of thing yeah personally you've then got unless they know something we don't know well there is that you've then got and I'm looking at this now it's probably a potential good shout to place Victor Hovland yeah so obviously we heard about what happened to him at the US Open very unfortunate you know what I think though with golf at the minute and we've said this before like looking at the PJ Tour and how many winners we've had this year I'm not repeat winners Anybody, and oh. I mean anybody, is capable of winning any event. Yeah, if, even a major. And the, and the other thing as well is, it's not necessarily having to put four unreal rounds together. Anyone can you know, have a day on a Sunday yeah. and, and come up. Come but from also with the Open, it's just not making mistakes. Yeah. Like if the wind blows, it's not going to. I don't. Obviously, if the wind doesn't blow, it's going to be a low score that wins it. But. Yeah. It can just be the guy who just knuckles in and doesn't make that many mistakes. Yeah. So, for you guys who are sort of more steady eddy golfers, yep. I think the Open can really play into the hands. Whereas you yep. look at the the, the uh, Masters, it really requires your low scorers. As in, even if it's not low scoring, your bombers hit it a long way. Yep. Da, 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 yep. da. Accurate long. Yeah, whereas if you're a guy who can manipulate his ball, see the shots. So, your likes of a Zach Johnson, that's why he's won it. Your yep. likes of... Um, I guess Jay-Z's a long guy but he likes a speed not as one of the longest players yeah. guys who can really control the ball I know they all can but like I think it's just the guy who doesn't make the biggest mistakes which might sound obvious but I feel that every other event especially majors or any tour event is who plays the best No, I'm saying that person does play the best because they make the most mistakes but what my point is you have to probably play more glamorous golf to yep. win a normal event Whereas I think you could play gutsy golf and knuckle down golf and really educated shots to win an open. Yeah, and I agree. And that's, well, Victor Hovland's obviously a 
big hitter. But yeah. I'm surprised thinking about it, neither of us have picked him because he is a player that I think he's going to put himself in contention. He's yeah. going to, if he puts some rounds together, he's going to, he's going to be there or thereabouts. Oosthuizen, Bryson, until Hatton at 33-1. to one. Personally, I'm a bit shocked that Oosthuizen is odds are like that. I'm not. Why though? Because the way that he has played, performed in these majors and in the big events over this last year, I'd have thought he'd be shorter. No. Why? I just don't see him being shorter. Yeah, but why not? What, is that because he's not won one? Is that because he's not what in the last year he's not won one? Like, yeah, possibly. Like, I'm I, just not surprised at their results. I, don't, I couldn't tell you a reason why. But yeah. just Bryson, I can understand because I don't think it's going to suit his game. No, I don't. I, I'll be surprised if Bryson ever completes the career Grand Slam just for the fact of playing in the Open. He may get one where it's flat, calm all week and it doesn't yeah. rain. But as soon as it rains and he feels Wind's like he, blowing. yeah, I just think like because he's so based on science. If his things aren't perfect, I can imagine him being a little bit sort of uneasy about everything. Yeah, and the things aren't perfect when it's wet. You can get balls that fly off the face differently. You can get all this stuff happening. Purely for the fact of the weather. Yeah, definitely. And, and like, mm. it doesn't suit him if it's long... If it's... Because it's going to be quite narrow. Do you mean long? It's going to be long rough. Yeah. Like, really long. Like, I'm not talking US Open rough. I'm no, talking, no, I know exactly what you mean. It's, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, he can't afford to be all over the planet. And if the weather gets a bit windy and it gets a little bit wet, yeah, I just can't see him. And then you've also got Till Hatton there. So... Again, he to me is a goal, one of these golfers that can pick a golf course apart. He's not he's not necessarily the longest. I think he could that be That guy can chip though, mate. Exactly. I think he is gonna be a potential good shout for this. You've then got Cantley and Morikawa at thirty five to one. Morikawa previous major winner. Yeah. Can he can he pull a few rounds together? Like Irons are a joke. Mm-hmm. And no, that but, could play into his hands. Yeah, who's coming up next? You've then got Fitzpatrick, yeah. Fleetwood, Lowry, and Reed at forty to one. Yeah, the next. Casey forty five to one. Then Westwood and Rose at fifty five to one. Poulter out there you at seventy five to one. A lot of people are fancying Westwood for this, you know. And How he's played over the last sort of six, seven, eight months doesn't surprise me, because I think he can. It, he's one of them again where it can play into his hands in the sense of he doesn't have to be long. Mm-hmm. Like we saw him. What was the event that Bryson won in? They were in the final group together. Oh, in Abu Dhabi. No, no. not in Abu Dhabi. No, US over in the States. It wasn't the US PGA. Open. No, it wasn't the PGA. It's going it to annoy me. It was me. a major, mate. What? It was a major. It wasn't a major. It wasn't a major. But anyway, Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer, that was the one. He, he sort of played with Bryson. Well, he, he didn't sort of. He played with Bryson and. Did he play with him? Or? Obviously, he didn't. Yeah, yeah. But didn't have did to he, keep. Did he play with him or he didn't play with him? Shut up. Didn't have to he keep. He sort of played with him. So he walked to the tee, but didn't actually pick it up, or he didn't. Um... He sort of played with him. Are you done? Are you done? <laughs> yeah, I'm done. What I'm saying is, he played with him, but obviously he's not trying. He can't keep up with him. He can't hit it as long as it. He's one of these I, golfers. You know what? Be, gonna... I, I, know, I've, I know. Obviously, he can't. But what I'd say to you is, he's probably not as short as you think he is. No, I'm not saying he's short. No one on tour is short. No one is short. But Don't he. Sort of me. What? What? Don't you get short with me. Um, he is one of those golfers, again, like we said, that can 
that is skillful and picks close part is not just they're all skillful but not just long and yeah, yeah, no, kind yeah. of thing so again you saying that and him potentially being a shout for it get your dollar on like you got the likes of Rose and Poulter as well Poulter's the same Poulter's just finished tied fourth at the Scottish Open it's going to be a very, very similar kind of golf course yeah I don't see him doing well this week really? oh cool I just think he's one of them players it's like on off on off sort of thing yeah well, we will see. But there are our picks. That's our little preview, and we will do a full review of it next week. Yeah, buddy. Let's just do a few more talking points from around golf. I want to talk good, good golf. Yeah, this whole in one and a yeah. part four. So for those that don't know, we're going to plug someone else's channel here. Probably not a wise thing. What are we doing? But basically, Google Golf is a YouTube channel. To be fair, if you have a hole in one and a part four, it deserves it. It does the Albatross that. Good, good golf. Get some crystal is a YouTube channel and they were doing a little match on their channel and Who one of the match lads, with? let me just bring it up it, so it was between all of them so they like did like a, a basically there's three groups of three or two groups of three and they're playing against each other and they're on a par four and it's drivable par four and the first one in the group goes sticks yeah. it on the green the second one in the group goes Bounces once and hits the pin, and ends up on the green. Stays on the green. You know the way they film that's very good because it it, it it takes all the question. Yep. Of is it fake out of play because you have all the filming on the tee. Yep. Two two behind the green. Yep. And then the third one goes and he basically just hits it straight at the flag. With drive driver off the tee. How far was it? I don't know. Driver off the tee straight at the flag. It takes it lands on the green, bounces, bounces, rolls, and just drops in the hole. And like I said, you've got angles from the tee. You've got it's angles defi- from the It's green. definitely worth watching. Just seeing their reaction yeah. of them all. At, bear in mind, this is what that's what I was thinking, right? So they've got buggies there. Yeah. They all look at each other. They're running. Yeah. Three hundred and something yards. I'm like lads, <laughs> get in your buggy. Yeah. They all. So basically, they're all like, "Oh my god, it's amazing!" Like ball at the green, and then they start cheering on the guys that are up on the green. Start cheering. And then they sort of realise what's going on, and they just all give it legs down this hole. Like, like I said, the buggies are there at the side, all give it legs, all mad excited, and then have to walk back and nearly the have to play their shots. So, um, very, very impressive. Go and check it out. And now, something a little bit more serious, um, something quite sad, but I think it needs mentioning. So, PJ Tour player Grayson Murray tweeted this week. Um, oh, let me show me this. The guy's had a bit of a rough time, and it's it's horrible. It's it needs it needs talking about. So he played four days ago. He tweeted, "I thought I could tee it up and play, but with the passing of my grandma yesterday, all my focus was getting back to see my family. Sorry to have to withdraw from such a great event, but I need to be home to be with my family during this time. Thanks for the support and the privacy. Horrible, mm. horrible, horrible thing. But that's not the end of it. So he then tweeted two days after saying." We're supposed to see my great aunt and great uncle, who I adore so much, at my grandma's funeral this week, and now I'll have to attend their funeral. I hope they catch the coward who did this to them. R.I.P. Mimi and D.P. I love you guys. And there's an article underneath it. And the the title of the article is, It Breaks My Heart, Elderly Couple Found Dead in Homicide at Moore County Home. What is a homicide? They've been killed. They've been murdered. One found on the doorstep, one found in the house. What, it's a random attack. Murdering their home. They obviously don't know that at this point. But for him, 
that is horrendous and obviously any death is horrendous but to have to deal with that dealing with one is enough but then more relatives is is just horrible so our thoughts go out to him not that he listens but it's nice our thoughts go out to him and hopefully he can sort of bounce back and it without sounding insensitive it may like give him a bit of drive and like want to do yeah, something that's, special it's and, difficult isn't it, it but everybody does it definitely it does it does um, and finally let's move on to the match I know you hate this but we need to talk about it because as I mentioned last week Bryson DeChambeau and Aaron Rodgers took on Tom Brady it's 30 seconds you got and Phil Mickelson and as I promised I'll give 25. you the results so the winners were Bryson DeChambeau and Aaron Rodgers 20 seconds left however you may think, oh yeah, Bryson just biffs it and whatever. No, no, no. They had a very strong back nine to guarantee a victory on the 16th hole. Going three up, Rogers walked in Ten. his put on 16 for birdie. Walked it in like Kevin Nah. And he had five birdie, made five Four, birdie puts on the back three, nine. Three, two, one. And that's it. I'm moving on. <laughs> but it was a really good to watch. So. There's stuff all over the PJ Tour. Basically, I don't like these things. I think if you're going to raise some money for charity, unbelievable. But I don't think it needs all the hoo-ha. Just raise some money anyway. They're all, the, all that wealthy anyway. So it's yeah, but it's it's about putting the event on, isn't it? It's about doing something different. No, I agree. But what my point is, it just I don't know. I think they're just hyped up far too much. Why don't every tour event... If one of them has a hole in one, or one of them has a birdie, or every single birdie, they donate something. All right. Mm, Part, so, party pooper over here. No, 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 I, I, look at I, him. Look at him. I think all Absolute these charity events pooper. are great from a charity perspective. Yeah, yeah, but you, you're, that's not what you're saying. You're you're all for the charity. Yeah. What you're saying is you don't like the event. But I don't understand why because it's it's something different for golf. Yeah, I don't know. It's getting a different audience into golf. Yeah. So sure you want that, Fez. Because I, all I'm gonna say is that that audience, right? Hear me out on this. That audience, so American football fans, whoever mm. it may be, who know Aaron Rodgers, who know Tom Brady, watch this, see the interaction with the players. Right, you've done is, me. Then want to start playing golf. You've done me. Where are they gonna go for the tuition? I explain golf. Correct. You've done me. Fair point. Thank no, you. No, but what I mean, all my point is, I I, I feel like the. Apologies if you can hear the dog, everybody. Daisy, pack it in. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just, uh, I just feel as though it's just not. I don't know. I feel like it just they could spend the spend and do more with it than just what they're doing. If that makes sense. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. So that wraps up tour trash talk. We will bring you a full review of the Open next week. Bedtime, apparently, according to my phone, if you heard that. Um, so, let's move on. We Normally, watch beef. We're going to move on to Tech Talk now because we have a new driver that's come on the market. Mm. The TaylorMade 300 It looks series. retro, doesn't it? Looks, it's a bit strange. It looks retro, but then it looks like modern at the same time. Okay. It's very, very strange. So, the TaylorMade 300 series, or mini driver revealed. So... Basically, if you look at the bottom of it, it looks like an old-school driver. If you look at the top of it, it looks like an M6. So, it's like a mismatch of what, what, what size head is it, does it say? So, 
It's a uh, part of the 300cc driver family. Yeah. It was first released in 2000, yeah. uh, and this one's been sort of released in homage of that. Um, and it's basically designed to hit straighter, longer classic stuff. Uh, but the design cues and aesthetics that create immediate nostalgia for golfers who recall the originals. That's the idea. Yeah. Um, the 307cc head delivers a blend of distance, forgiveness, and control relying on advanced multi-material construction to provide the optimal combination of low CG performance and high MOI forgiveness for power and playability off the deck. So what's low CG? Sense of gravity. What? Sense of gravity. Sense of gravity and MOI? Moment of inertia. See, I would not have known that. See, look at that. Bring something in. What does that mean, moment of inertia? Basically, um, essentially, how much movement the face has. What so it, so that's how much movement the face has it, it impact. Yeah. Oh, so show it. I can't show people though, can I? No, I'm not saying show people. I'm saying move close to the mic. Oh, <laughs> right. But Say so, it again. so basically, you hear you hear them all the time with high. You say high MOI. High MOI. Yeah. yeah. So you hear it all the time. So high MOI means high like, MOI forgiveness. Yeah. So like you hear it on a putter all the time. So high MOI means off centre hits don't tend to move that much in uh, terms of like starting. Uh, and maybe I should get one then. It'll help me with my toes. Maybe. <laughs> um, Can I just mention something? We missed this off. The Aramco Team Series. Okay. So, essentially, from what I can understand about watching this the other day, is at Centurion. Um, and basically, it's a mixed... It's a team event. Lady pros playing. Um... But also um, other players playing in it. Um, so the amputee golfer, um, who's actually I think based up here, um, he played in it. So there's other influences of playing it. So basically, essentially, a team is made up of a mixture of four people, um, and so so it's celeb sort of celebrities influences. It's not necessarily yeah. I don't want to say celebrities. More like sort of. So what's the idea in it, though? Let me get sort of the full thing up, the Aramco thing. Because I think it was, I was looking at it again. This is just brilliant. Okay, so so basically what I can say here is here. So the Aramco Team Series is the first event of its kind uh, on any professional tour. Taking place across uh, three continents, teams will see the world's best players team up with amateur golfers to compete for a $1 million, $1 million prize fund. So it's part of the Ladies European yeah, Tour? Yeah, yeah. So, using a unique draft system, team captains will pick from pro team pick one pro teammate before being allocated a third via a random draw. Okay. Um, How are you feeling if you're not picked? Yeah, completing each team will be an amateur golfer, as well as competing for the team trophy. The professionals will also um, com- compete for the individual title, offering Rolex rankings and Solheim Cup rankings, and will be part of the race to the Costa del Sol. So that's quite cool in the sense of it, like, it's, it's right. Yeah, all so I'm basically... Gonna say, all I'm going to say is, that's just like the match. No, it's not, because everybody in there is just professionals, mate, and people from high walks of life, dollar, dollar bills, whereas this is actually getting people to play in it who are normal golfers, like, not celebrities, actually people. And what I mean by like that is, Can like, say, for example... Yeah, you could, think you? How do I get in it, then? I don't know. Um, <laughs> but my point is, so the amputee golfer, up here, he's gotten, lost his arm and his leg, he played. 
So it's given opportunities to everybody in the every walk of life in golf, which is what I think that's what's really good about it. Fair enough. I, I hadn't heard about that, so that's good knowledge. Thank and you for bringing something to the... Uh... And you claim you do all the knowledge on this part. <laughs> um, so let's move back on to the, the driver that we were talking about, because mm-hmm. there's something interesting here. So the 300-minute driver appeared on tour last month during the US Open, and some tailor-made players, including DJ, are currently testing the design for co- for potential play at this year's Open Championship, which I'd be very shocked at. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been 20 years since we last made a metal wood this size. It was only natural to call it the 300-minute driver to acknowledge what the 300 series meant to our brand and the game. So that's from the production creator. Um, and basically, they've blended the throwback look with the modern carbon, titanium, and steel construction to produce a club that... It's a basic gimmick. It speaks to tailor-made loyalists while delivering distance from the tee and the fairway. Just, you, you say it's a gimmick, but why would DJ be testing it? I just don't know. Because I, I remember Callaway did one, didn't they, a mini driver, where um, basically... Um, Mickelson, Mickelson uses tried one, did it. it. I think it's he uses one. Using it. Yeah. So basically, it's a spinning head, which is why these top players may try it. Right, okay. Because it's not as big. Yeah, not as much centre of gravity further back from the head, so it creates less spin. So it's available for retail on the fifteenth of July, and the RRP is three six nine. Um, you probably get one for about three hundred pounds, probably. So yeah. we'll lofts are offered at eleven point five degrees and thirteen point five degrees, which is interesting considering what your standards ten and a half. Yeah, but because it creates less spin, you can launch it a bit higher without it going up in the air. Look at that! That is good knowledge, sir. That's what I bring to this pod. Someone's got to bring something. Um, so very interesting bit of news there and I'll be intrigued to see if anyone does actually use it if DJ does actually use it I can't see him using it this week. okay but so, we'll see final question are you happy with your picks yeah and you're not changing yours either no I'm saying are you happy with your picks I'm happy yeah okay so to remind you of our picks I'm going JT outright win yep yeah and then you're going Justin Speed Justin Speed Jordan Speed to Jordan top Speed 10. top 10 you are, are going who stays in top 10 Matt Patrick outright win, win. You heard it here first. Thanks for listening. Go and put your bets on. Pass the pod. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Let's get a long list now. See you next week. Ta-ta.